how to stay sane during summer break. If you have kids that are in school, this is probably the time of year that your kids are now home full time. My kids have been home for about, oh, wow, almost a month now. And at first I was like, yay, summer break. I don't have to get up early and take them to school and, you know, spend my afternoons, you know, I spend almost an hour and a half every afternoon just sitting in pickup lines and things like that. I don't have to do that anymore. Oh, it's going to be so great. Our schedules can be looser and all that. And and honestly, for like the first week and a half, it did feel kind of nice to not have to have this like really tough structure. But I have to say, now that it's been almost four weeks, I'm kind of going a little crazy. So we're going to be talking about that today. Welcome to the Indie Parent Podcast. We're happy that you are joining us today. We have a new show every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. You can find all about us at theindieparent.com. And on social, we like to use the hashtag IndieParent. So check us out there. Okay, so we have a lot of tips for how to survive summer break. It can be done and it can actually be a lot of fun. Now, I can't say that I am necessarily following all these tips as of one month in of summer break, but I'm trying. So Desiree, I'm going to pass it to you. What, do you. what is the first tip that you can share that can help parents who are working from home or are managing a business outside of the home survive these months when your kids are with you 24-7? A lot of coffee. No, that's my excuse. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, my, a, uh, that's a great tip that's right my there. That's for everything. <laughs> Um, so right now we're at the, uh, we're mid June. So my daughter's still in school. We end, uh, much later up here. So she is done, um, at the end of June and Mm -hmm. I'm sort of in the prep mode, just getting ready for the days where she'll be home full time. And half of me is really excited to not have to wake up right at seven and get breakfast and pack and get and go and go and go. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that first morning where we can just go. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Grab the iPad, come into bed, throw on a cartoon, back to sleep, you know, okay. one of those mornings. But I know that if that is how every morning goes, then I'm going to be way behind on work and I'm going to be stressed and I'm going to be up too late and sleeping not enough. And I'm already doing that. I don't need to uh, add that into then trying to, you know, entertain a six year old all day. Also, um, my partner, as you know, if you've been listening, uh, now works from home as well. He's officially done his career in broadcast. So he's home with me too, which means there's two grownups to, uh, for my daughter to distract. Um, (laughs) so that's twice as much fun. And we live in an apartment. So when we lived out at the farmhouse, we, it was a little bit easier because I could send her outside and she could play on her own and it wasn't a big deal here. There's no outside space. So, I have to go with her if we're going to go anywhere outside to the park, to the beach, to wherever. And that is a, that's one big thing that I'm going to be doing a lot this summer is working from other places when I can. And Amy and I talked about this a little bit beforehand. It was, you know, don't feel like you have to continue the same kind of days that you do during the school year when your kids are out, because no one can continue that way unless your kids are full-time at summer camp full-time being cared for by someone else. And then really what's the point of summer break? I mean, you deserve some of that fun time with your kids too. So one thing is, you know, maybe 
your work days don't have the same sort of hours. Like maybe if your kids were in school full time and you were working that like nine to three chunk, then maybe that's not what you do anymore. Maybe you're getting up a little bit earlier to work an hour before everyone wakes up. Um, that's something that I've tried to do for years and have never perfected. <laughs> but the mornings when I do it, it feels it's amazing, so right? Good. <laughs> <laughs> you feel so like you could do so much in an hour uninterrupted. Oh so yeah. much that you feel so awesome. But yeah, I'm the same way to actually get up that early because I'm not a morning person is I rarely do it. And and I wish I could because I because my husband could do that and he gets so much done if he's working on a project before, you know, everyone's awake. And there's yeah, if you can do that. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's a hard one. And um, especially when it's like, well, I don't need to be anywhere. So mm -hmm. it's really hard, you know. Every morning I sort of have two alarms set during the year anyways. And one's like the earlier alarm. Cause I can't just get up on one alarm. I have like a series. I'm one of those yes. people. Like this is the early, this is like warning. Your alarm's going to go off in an hour alarm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so I need that because I don't hit snooze, but I do need like the gradual wake up. Um, but sometimes I do get up at that alarm and I'll go downstairs and try and make a coffee or something like that. Um, or even just chill or like, I will, if I'm not drinking a coffee or something, I might even get a few emails out of the way. Or if I have a project that's due really soon and I know I need that extra time, I'll do it in that time that's in, uninterrupted. The, uh, the downside to this is, uh, and probably you find this too, sometimes when you wake up early, the children hear you <laughs> and they yes. come and find you and then they're up earlier than yeah, they would that's be. That's not up. what you want. <laughs> you do not want them to get up any earlier than they need to be. Opposite. Yeah. So getting back to sort of some of the things I'm going to implement this summer to, uh, I don't want to say make it through because I love the summer. And I mean, last year mm -hmm. we did a big road trip and this year we're going to be doing that and the sea do and going out on the trailer and doing all that fun stuff. I, I don't want to just bypass that all and be like, okay, get out of my face. I got to work right now. Cause that's boring. Right. And right. you know, we talked about the whole, you know, the kids never remember their best day of television. Is that how it goes? It's like, yeah. There. I, I don't want to just plunk her down in front of the TV every day and go, okay, well, this is, you know, happy summer. <laughs> I mean, she'd right. love that for like a week, but <laughs> it would get really boring. So one of the things that I want to do is maybe a couple different weeks of summer camp throughout the summer, like one or two, maybe near the start, maybe near the end, just to spice things up a little, just to give her some cool experiences that she's going to remember. I did summer camps when I was little and I loved them. Like I still remember going to summer camp and you meet new people and it's different people than she's at school with. It's just something kind of cool and fun. And there's some nature camps in our area that she wants to go to, like one where they learn about um, raptors, like birds of prey. And she mm -hmm. would think that that's just awesome. So, um, And not all summer camps are like the traditional type of camp where like you're yeah. outside and around a fire. They have like, for example, Charlie's going to do some art camps, which are inside and more his style. And they're, they do various crafts and arts and things. And so, mm -hmm. and that goes like for a week and that's, a, that's a great, it's not full time. You know, they're not necessarily sleeping overnight somewhere, but it yeah. gives you that time, some time back. And then they get to have a ton of fun and not, like you said, sit in front of the TV while you work. Exactly. And I mean, Charlie is seven, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. Gretchen's six. So they're almost a little too young for the sleepover camps. Like a lot of right. them don't do a sleepover camp until they're eight, nine, ten. So I mean, it's still kind of like driving them to school, but 
slightly less pressure. <laughs> Some of them even do lunch, right. which is nice. You can get out of having to make right. lunch. Exactly. Another thing is if you have uh, friends or relatives nearby, you know, if they want to see your kids, send them over. Send them to grandma's for a couple days if you can. Send them to, you know, an aunt or something like that so that they can, you know, get that quality time too that maybe they don't get during the school year, especially if, you know, if grandma lives an hour away, you're probably not seeing them during the week a lot. So I'm sure that any grandparent is going to jump at the chance. My mom has already been asking, when can she come for the summer? When can she come? When can we go? The other grandma's already saying, well, we're going to go to the aquarium and we're going to go to the science center. And they, I mean, they've got tons of stuff planned for them because they, you know, they're, let's be honest, they're not tired of them yet. <laughs> they're not <Right. laughs> with them all day like we are. We need a break. Grandmas don't really need a break. <laughs> they're ready right. to go. So yeah, utilizing the family members who are dying to see your kids or friends who are, you know, like the friend aunt, you know, your those single friends you have who don't have kids who also aren't sick of them yet. Let them take them to the zoo for the day. Let them hang out, have a little bonding moment. Godparents too. There's a lot of people who don't get to see your kids as much as they would like to. And I think that summertime is a great, a great opportunity for them to bond with those people. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, my kids are well, actually, I'm going this weekend to Costa Rica with just my youngest son. So there won't be a lot of work happening. It's kind of forcing me to prepare in advance so that I can take off a few days and enjoy summer. And then both of my boys will be going with my in-laws on a trip later nice. this year or this summer as well. So, so, so yeah, um, Definitely, this is a great time to go spend a few days with grandma or family. And um, another thing that you kind of brushed on earlier in the show was also trying to work in locations that maybe has Wi-Fi or that you can work, but the kids can play at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, a place like McDonald's, which we've talked about doing before, even if you don't go there to eat or you just get a drink or there are healthy options there, in case you're wondering, you can just have your kids play for a while. You can even have a play date there, you know, meet a friend. And that's a great place for the kids to play together. And you can either, you know, choose to work or catch up and be social yourself, or even the park. And I know the park doesn't have Wi-Fi unless you have one of those cool portable Wi-Fi units, but you can still do some work. You can catch up on email using your smartphone, or you can just take notes on some things that you need to do, create your to-do list, or type a piece, or, you know, there's always some things that we can do that don't require Wi-Fi. And the kids don't usually care if you're right in the middle, unless they're really, really little and need your assistance at the park, and then that could be, you know, a little bit more difficult. But if they're old enough to play on their own, that's a great time that you can squeeze in some work as well, as assuming that you can still keep an eye on them and you're not so distracted that you don't have any idea where they are. They wander <laughs> off. Yeah. Two hours. <laughs> you don't want that either. Another thing about um, going to the park like that is, you know, a lot of us don't want to like, you don't really want to go to the park and then like feel like you're just in your phone the whole time. So feel free to take those times to, you know, if you're not the kind of person who wants to look into your phone or your laptop at the park, bring a book and use that as your alone time because you're going to need to catch up on that too. You're going to need to find the times when you can just relax. And I think it's pretty acceptable to bring a book or your ebook or whatever and um, be reading while your kids are playing. 
if oh, you're totally. someone, cause I, I know that some people get anxious about the idea of, Oh, I'm ignoring my kids, but somehow reading a book is better than being on your phone. <laughs> I don't know. People are judgy. Yeah. Let's be honest. But if that makes you uncomfortable to feel like you're staring into your phone or if it's a bright day and you straight up can't see it, cause that happens, <laughs> then yeah, bring a book and use that as an opportunity to put your feet up, bring a blanket and sit on the grass beside where your kids are playing and just let them go. They're going to find other kids. They're going to have fun. I don't think that you have to play with your kids 100% of the time for them to have fun. Oh, um, I agree. And like I'm I said, not you, one of those moms who sits down and, <laughs> and plays and plays on hours and end. I just, right. some are, I'm not one of those moms. And you can meet with your mom friends or your other parenting friends there, or you're yeah. not non-parenting friends. You can still have a time to, to talk and catch up and you know, sort of have that time alone because your kids are probably, you know, distracted with swings and slides and things like exactly. that. So, and sometimes it's easier to catch up with your friends who have kids because when you put two kids mm -hmm. together, it's way easier than one kid because one exactly. kid is you, the other, if yes. you have two kids, they don't care that you're there. <laughs> Off they go. Very, very true. Um, so those are some great ideas. Um, another thing that I wanted to discuss, uh, to kind of help with planning because I think, I think planning goes a long way. And I know in the summertime you think, Oh, the last thing I want to do is plan because that's what I do all year long. You know, I plan around school pickup and drop off and activities and lessons and this and that. But I feel like if you and your kids can kind of see what to expect every day, they will get less bored if they know what to expect next mm -hmm. and you can structure your time better so that you're not just, the kids aren't sitting in front of the TV and then you're working like the whole day, like you normally would, you have tried to, you know, put in some fun throughout the day and having a calendar is a very simple way to do it. I have one on my refrigerator. I mean, I have various calendars. I'm just going to admit I have one at my desk and then I have one downstairs on the refrigerator so that everyone can see when we're traveling next, when we have our next music lesson or, why the YMCA or a play date or whatever it is. And it's, you know, my, my teenager probably couldn't care less. At least he can be somewhat <laughs> organized to know what's coming up. He's, you know, not the most organized, but my, my little guy that's seven, he likes it because he gets bored so easily, especially once the afternoon hits, like in the morning time, he can, you know, play with his toys in the house, maybe play outside for a little bit, but then around noon or one, he is frankly, he's bored. He wants, yeah. he needs to do something else. He needs to get out of the house or he needs a project or he needs to go do something social or just something. And if he knows that at one o'clock we're going to go to the pool or at one o'clock, he's going to go to the YMCA for an activity. It helps him not complain about being bored because he knows what to expect. And I think kids like that kind of structure, even if it's a little bit different than a normal school day and our schedules are never exactly the same as they are during the school year, it gives them something to look forward to. And hopefully you won't hear, oh my gosh, I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. He'll think, yeah. oh, I have something to look forward to later, you know? And so that has helped a lot. Well, and kids love honestly, to count down to stuff. You know, if yes. Gretchen knows we're going on a trip in five days, it's like a thing to mark off mm -hmm. every day. Exactly. We've kind of been doing that with the Costa Rica trip. He mm -hmm. knows that we're going to be doing that. And so he's been, um, in a lighter mood the last few yeah. days, which is good. <laughs> and then also, you know, there's things, there's activities that we can do leading up to like something like a, a big trip, you know, like, wow, let's write down everything that we want to do, or let's look at photos of zip lining. Cause we're going to be zip lining while we're there, you know, and 
it makes everything more exciting and then also kind of gives us an activity to do at home. Very cool. Another thing to consider, and I tell myself I'm going to do this and sometimes I can get away with it, but this summer has been especially busy and I haven't really been able to do that, but it's to try to cut your days down in half mm -hmm. from what you normally would work. So if you're working full time from home when your kids are at school all day, maybe in the summers you could cut back a little bit and maybe try to go to part time. And if you're wondering how in the world do I do that? Well, there's a few ways you can. You can delegate some work. So do you know of some friends or some contractors or some freelancers that maybe can take the load off of your uh, work schedule? Um, sometimes that's possible. Sometimes that's not. But that's something to consider. Also, like we said earlier, getting up early in the morning before the kids get up. And I know that's not ideal, but if you did it just a couple of times a week, you would be surprised how much work you can cram into that hour or two before the kids wake up, that it might be worth it, especially if you cannot delegate and you've got to take on a, your regular workload. It yeah. might be something to consider staying up, you know, at night after the kids go to bed. If you're more of a night owl personality, maybe that's the route that you go. It's just when the kids are asleep, it, even when the husband's asleep or the spouse is, a, is asleep, it's just kind of easier to focus. They, and then you have the less guilt of like, I'm, I'm here in the same home with my family, but I'm really not here, you know, yeah. with them, I'm doing something else. Totally. And then, and then another option would be to just not to accept as much work as you normally would. And I know that's hard to do as a business owner because you think, oh, I've got to accept as much as I can because I don't want to burn any bridges and, you know, I don't want to, I don't want my income to go down. But you, at the same time, summer is here for a reason. Your kids are home for a reason. We have to maybe be a little bit more flexible than we normally would when it comes to that. Yep. For sure. One thing that I've been doing, um, and I do this a little bit during the school year when I really, really need that extra time is um, my daughter and I will have what I call reading dates. And I usually put them on Instagram. And I guess I should have a hashtag for it. Maybe I'll just put it the indie parent hashtag on them. But yeah, we yeah. go and do a, a cafe date and she will bring whatever book she's reading or if she wants to do some coloring or something like that. And she knows that that's a quiet time where we both go to the cafe. I have a coffee. She usually gets a little treat or something. So it sort of, well, it literally sweetens the deal. She will mm -hmm. read her book. I will either read, catch up on email, do some writing, something that I can, I need to do in a quiet environment. A lot of my work right. I can do when I'm not 100% focused. Like if I'm doing social media scheduling. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take 100% of my focus, I can be doing something else at the same time because it's a lot of repetitive, repetitive. So if I'm doing something like that, it's okay if she's, you know, watching a TV or playing a loud game or we're out and, you know, doing something like that. It's a little bit easier to do that when something else is going on. But if I'm like, I have an article and I have to write it and it needs 100% of my attention, then I need it to be quiet or I need it to be a little right. more chill. And uh, if we are at home, she's going to ask me 1 million questions about everything. <laughs> and if we are oh, at yes. a cafe, she knows that this is time for reading and chilling out. It's a lot easier for me to get some work done. She gets some time reading. We're spending time together. We're exploring a new cafe sometimes. Um, and that has been really, really helpful because it's something she looks forward to. And it's something that gives me 
a little bit of time back. Right, right, exactly. And and I feel like when you when you do kind of structure your day a little bit, you maybe will be more intentional with your time too. So mm -hmm. you'll get right onto the task instead of like maybe you you know normally would like dilly dally a little bit in the mornings. You know, just like perusing, yeah. kind of taking your time, easing into your workday. I feel like yeah. in the summer, it's like, no, I'm getting right to the point right now. And there's no time to think otherwise, because that's time away from having fun. And that's, that's one of the, probably the, the last things that I wanted to share is not to forget to have fun this summer. Yes. And it's so easy not to do when you are a workaholic or you love your job. And then I was just thinking the other day, I've got like three new business things going on that I didn't have last year, last summer, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I've got more on my plate now, but yet I'm trying to still like, you know, manage everything. So it's been honestly pretty crazy. I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm forcing myself to take breaks, especially if Charlie says I'm bored. I know that that's time that like, okay, I am done working. Maybe I've been working for three hours and he's only, you know, he's put together just so many puzzles that he's, he needs to do something else. Yeah. You no, know? exactly. I mean, there's only so many puzzles you can do. And I really don't want him to sit in front of the TV all day because he's not always just, uh, sometimes he likes the TV on, but he's not really watching it. But if he's yeah. just sitting there watching it, I'm like, okay, like you've got to move your body. You've got to use your mind a little bit, you yeah. know, um, and socialize as well. I mean, that's another thing, you know? And so, so yeah, so don't forget to have fun. Like, I hope that you're taking some vacation time because I feel like when you're on vac vacation and you're out of the house, you're more likely to let go and have fun and relax because you're not surrounded by your work. And that's one of the hard things about working from home, like I do, is my work is always in my face. Exactly. And so um, I have to be very intentional about walking away from it. And even if I don't, even if I'm in the middle of writing something, which is not ideal, you know, not what I would normally want to do, you know, it's, but then one, but here's the thing, once you step away and you go and have that fun time outside or at the pool or on vacation, you come back so refreshed and you're like, oh my gosh, I can be so efficient with my work now. Cause I'm so I'm relaxed and I'm refreshed and I'm excited to get, dive back in and maybe I have some new ideas. And so it's good for your self care as well. So totally. it's, it's all good all around. It's just, it's, it's crazy. And we, we understand and there's no like perfect solution and I'm not following every single thing on this list, although I'm trying really hard, but you know, there's some days that you just, you just kind of just don't want to get out of the house. You know, it's been raining a lot in a lot of States in the South. I mean, include, including yeah. Oklahoma and it's just dreary and dark and the pool isn't even open and you can't go outside and play at the park. And so you're kind of have like limited options. So it's yeah, really easy to want to just snuggle up in the bed. I know. Yeah. Reading. Yeah. But I mean, think about everything that you could do inside the house to, to make it still fun. And or even if you just had a movie day or something, you're not working, but you're with your kids and you're chatting during the show or whatever. So um, just don't forget to have fun, I guess. Exactly. You know? And I think, too, because we work for ourselves, we think we aren't allowed to give ourselves like a vacation time, like take a week off, do the yeah. same as you would do if you had a, I'm using finger quotes here, real job. <laughs> um, yes. Give yourself a week off, you know, like I'm going to go visit Amy in uh, July and August. Yay. Um, and well, <laughs> we'll be doing some work while I'm there. We're yeah. going to record some podcasts, hopefully. And we're doing some work with Young Living. 
and doing a convention, but it's also going to be some hangout playtime. Totally. Um, Amy's birthday is a little bit before then, so we're going to have some fun. And you know, it's it's I'm allowing myself to take that week off and fly down there and hang out. And you know, Gretchen's going to go hang out with Grandma, and it'll be a great time for both of us. But it's it's you know making sure that you allow yourself to work ahead or just take time. Or if you know if you are a hairstylist in your home and you can just not book clients for a week and book more the week before to make up for it. Do what you can. It doesn't even have to be a week. If you can take three days off, but I think it's important to take a couple days in succession so that your body actually relaxes Mm -hmm. and you're not just, you know, like if you've ever worked in a, again, quotes, real job where you get like one day off for the weekend, you're never relaxed. It's like you get home you sort of try and unwind and then you spend the whole next day thinking, oh crap, I got to go back to work tomorrow. Like you don't, mm-hmm. there's no relaxing exactly. in there. You can't take one day. So give yourself that time, spread it around the summer. If that makes more sense for you and your business and go with the flow, change it up if you have to. And it's just know that it's not going to, it's not going to be perfect because it's not the business that we're in. And I think we like it that way. Right. And you know, what's funny is I, I was, I was at the salon today getting my my hair done and I was t- talking to her about my upcoming Costa Rica trip with with my son and she was like, oh, that sounds like fun. And I was like, yeah, but I'm also really excited about this trip I have coming up in July where I'm going to, I'm going to LA for a week to kind of, it's kind of an early birthday celebration because I turn 40 next month, by the way. And woo, and I've realized that most of the, even though I travel a lot, there's always work tied to it. Yeah. Even if it's not like strenuous and it, but I'm still having to share on social usually where I am. And, you know, if, if then my kids are there, you know, it's going to be great to have Charlie this weekend, but it's going to be, you know, it's extra work to have a, a young kid with you. And then there's work involved. You know, I don't really travel by myself. I don't even know when the last time I traveled by myself just for leisure. I, I don't even think know. I ever have. <laughs> no, I honestly don't know that I ever have either. I think no. I I mean by myself. I've had I've, I have visited friends in the past, maybe once or twice with the kids, mm-hmm. and I have gone like on a Disney cruise with the kids, but by myself, never. And so since next month is my fortieth month, I just decided I'm going to LA and just going to have a ball with friends and. And I'm really excited about that. So I'm, but I'm going to have, I really don't want to work that whole time I'm there. And so it's another one of those, I've got to probably cram in some things the week before, Yeah. but it's going to be so good for me to do that. And we all need to do, it doesn't have to be a week, like you said, but we all need to do that from time to time, even if it's not the summer, you know, a few times a year to reset And I think it's so easy to not do that, especially when you're a parent, because it's all about your kids and working and just surviving each day that the last thing you can think about is like the self-care elements. And I really think we should do a a show about that. I really do. That's like, it's a whole topic. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to our 11th episode. I couldn't even believe that last week was our 10th. Um, That seems crazy. So thanks so much for being here with us and uh, following in our new little tradition here, uh, we're going to give you a little bit of homework and this is really, really easy. 
all you have to do is hop on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, your social network of preference, and give us your tip for getting through the summer with your kids and your business mostly alive. We want to hear what you're <laughs> going to do, what you want to try, what you have tried. Slap the hashtag indie parent on the end of that, and we'll retweet them and uh, maybe share some on our next episode. So thanks again for listening to the episode. Um, as always, you can find us on Blog Talk Radio. You can just follow theindieparent.com and it'll take you right to our podcast. You can subscribe there or on iTunes. It's very fancy, very uh, technological. Make sure you're following the hashtag, hashtag IndieParent. And you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. And make sure you join the group. It's uh, open to all of you guys. So come in and hang out there. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.